Listener discretion is always advised. All people treat their phone like it's rocks of crack. Everybody addicted, that's a stone cold fact. I can't leave the house without anxiety. Hold up one daggone minute, do I got my phone on me? I've got notifications, I gotta check them out. I think we're forgetting what this life is about. Do yourself a favor, look, leave it alone. I swear up on my mama, you ain't gonna die without your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for masters, this technique. Justice in the Peace Pie, March 2nd. It's Thursday? What the fuck? Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. I think, or should I say, I know that y'all didn't think that I wasn't coming back like cook crack. This is the Justice in the Peace podcast. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You know, for a fact, what it is that I do over here and how it is that I act, I am that guy. There is no need to lie. I am here daily for your entertaining cool. Is that a word? I, I cannot figure it out. Is that a fucking word? But I am here for all of your entertaining cool motherfucking needs. I mean, it never seems to fail. No matter what day of the week it is, it's either raining, digging balls, or shit and piss. It's, it's possible, my guy. I mean, if you only knew half of the shit that it is that I don't share on the podcast, your brain might motherfucking explode. But I do, I, I do gratefully accept your presence to be here with me for another episode. And once again, let's start this shit. My name is Justice. I'm a peaceful motherfucker, but still ain't got no problem breaking no bitches into pieces. I am the best solo produced podcast that's out at the motherfucking moment. And if you don't like it, you could uh eat a dick and die. I, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. But you guys know what time it is. I know what time it is. Let's start the show. Well, ladies, gentlemen, others, motherfuckers who act like bitches too, you're all welcome in this room. I got a lot of shit on my mind this morning. I went to work yesterday and and it was a beautiful day at work. I mean, nothing whatsoever ever happens at my job. I work at a shit factory, in case you don't know. They give me some shit, I clean the shit off. I package the ship, the shit, and then I give it to them, and they ship the shit out. The thing is, during work, we have these things called breaks. And during the break, I have an opportunity just to check in with the little sliver of time that I got for myself just to check in to see what the fuck is going on in the world. And, I mean, I couldn't possibly inform you on how much crazy shit is really going on. All I could do is filter out what it is that I can actually put on this motherfucking show. And what I got for you today 
is something phenomenal, something extraordinary. It's just a little piece of my motherfucking mind. Oh, my grandson. What's up, my guy? As you wish. Now, I said it's something to be heard, right? Something to be observed. Something to be put into this canon, this body of work it is that I have put together. Now, I just want you to imagine you're at your job like I was at my job. This is why I started off with jobs. You probably thought I was going to talk about my job. You out your motherfucking mind. Anyway, imagine you're at your job and you're minding your business and someone shows up in line with a, a situation that you necessarily have only seen on the internet, but have not been a part or a process to. I'm gonna take you into this clip, and I want you to tell me how it is that you feel, if you feel anything. Listen to this. Well, bitch, I'm here to let you know Nicole is actually Nico, and I'm fucking with Jarvis, and I wish you get your one, two, Sierra stepping ass on, bitch. Oh, you ain't got First of all, we're not talking about the same. Yeah, bitch, we talking about the same Jarvis, 82297. Did I stutter? Oh. Oh. Not my Jarvis. Yes, not am, my bitch. Jarvis. Yes, I am, bitch. I sure enough oh, on the phone with him. Oh, bitch, get your daughter, get Michael Jackson's home and beat it. Stop calling my nigga. This isn't a new. I don't give a damn about what that motherfucker talking about. You're here for me. Now, I don't know how well the audio comes across on this clip because someone has decided to insert music in the background that is not turned down well enough so that you can actually hear the exchange. The exchange is this of all things. There is a Walmart worker. Now, as a former Walmart employee, I must tell uh, uh, Sam Walton's family or who else it is that runs that organization, that 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 cooperation, because that is not it's not a corporation. It's a cooperation to work with them. Motherfuckers, you better cooperate with the people who come in the store and not with your managers. But that's besides the point. Imagine you're working in the, the wonderful world of Wally World, the wonderful, the wonderful existence of Wally World. And you're in Wally World, a woman in Wally World. I mean, a 100 percent organically grown and born woman and a 100 percent organically grown man comes in there. But that man identifies as something else. And then. And then, just then, it's fucking impossible. It's bro, this is 2023. Everything is possible. But then, the man tells you that that man is fucking with your guy and the other guy, and that you got on some fucked up clothes, and that you need to move. Let's hear. It. Let's just hear it again. Let's see. Well, bitch, I'm here to let you know Nicole is actually Nico, and I'm fucking with Jarvis, and I wish you get your one, two, Sierra stepping ass on bitch. Nicole is actually Nico, is Nico, and, and he's fucking with Jarvis too. Now, I know it doesn't seem like nothing is going on there, right? It's just, just some normal shit with motherfuckers, you know, talking about who it is that they're in relationships with, excuse me, relationships with. But at the same time, like I first pointed out that that's a woman, right? She is a 100% organically grown woman, and that right there is a man. He is a 100% organically grown man, and this man 
has decided to go to this woman's job and check her about the sexual activity that is going on in this trifecta affair that it is that they have. Um, I don't know. Maybe they already knew that each other existed. I don't know. But I do know this. If the temperature had changed just a little bit, if it got a degree hotter, that woman would be sitting in the hospital with a black eye and a few motherfucking busted things on her face. The natural, the natural thing for a man usually to do is to try to fight for what it is that he wants or what it is that he thinks that he needs to defend or protect. This guy knows for a fact that she don't stand a snowball's chance in hell coming up against him. All you gotta do is hit her once. So he can say whatever the fuck it is that he wants to say to this woman. And not only that, since he identifies as a woman, some kind of way women recognize that shit more than men do. He calls her a bitch. Yeah, bitch, bitch, bitch. In that, that way, right? Now, why is that energy not selected towards people that are built just exactly like you? That woman doesn't have a chance in a fist fight with this motherfucking grown ass man and then the childhood I mean the, the, the childish nature of actually doing this shit at her place of employment lets you know that this right here is nothing but a publicity stunt and plus people are there everyone is there recording this shit no one intervenes thinking that this guy might jump on this girl. When this motherfucker woke up in the morning, got dressed, put on his pants just like you and me, one leg at a time, and decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go check this bitch. You know, uh, why you don't check dudes like that? Huh? Why you don't check other dudes that's built like you like that? Don't check me. I'm not on that level. But why you don't check dudes like that? Why do men who identify as women go after women? Isn't that what it is that you want to be? I'm just saying, though. I mean, you know, and, and that's not even the gist of this story. The gist of this story is the sorry motherfuckers who was just standing around recording this shit. Because I'm pretty sure at least several or eight people have brand new reels to put on their feed instead of actually taking into consideration that that woman might have gotten her ass whooped. But hey, I digress. You know, people love to stand around and watch. They just love to stand around and film and upload and tag and like and follow and all that old other shit. This, this, this film culture, as I like to call it, 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 it's becoming something to where everyone thinks what it is that they see as important. It is important. Now, I think that with, with this new, this new thought of I need to be popular like that person is popular is degrading because everyone is starting to get on the level to, to feel like they have something that needs to be heard. And I do appreciate everyone's perception and everyone's interpretation of this life. But if you can help someone instead of filming someone, why don't you just help them? The reason why I even bring that story up is because I saw another clip with a man in the Bay Area 
messing with this gun while this homeless guy was sitting on the edge of the street. And this guy's just fucking with this gun for about 15 seconds. And when he finally gets that, that Rubik's Cube together to work right, he pulls the gun out and extends his arm. And then he shoots this homeless man in the head while bystanders stand by and film it. They had enough time to tackle the guy. They had enough time to yell out, hey, they had enough time to do anything. They were all inside of a building, but no one did anything except for stand there, watch, and motherfucking record. This, this new, this new, I don't want to be involved in anything is going to eventually get us to a point to where we are all involved in everything. And I don't really even know how to describe to you what exactly that looks like because I don't want that to be part of what the fuck is going on. But I do know this, the journey there has already begun. I saw some shit last night. I was up last night after I got off of work, just fucking around looking at shit on the internet. And I saw my gal, and I don't mean like I know her, but I love Kendra G. She always has good, she always has some good content that makes me laugh a little bit before I go to sleep. Listen to this shit that now is becoming a norm here in America with black men. Check this out. What do you do for a living? I own my own construction. I do uh, demolition and reconstruction. Good for you. Construction, okay. Do you have any kids? Seven boys. You have seven kids. Yes. I got nine, Kendra. What's going on? By how many women? I only got one baby mama. I mean, a mother of my children. Three. What are your kids' ages? Uh, One is 24, uh, 13, 11, 9, 6, 5, 2, uh... Yeah, five and probably two. Hey, man, don't feel bad. Sometimes I don't know these niggas' ages either. Why are you not with the two-year-old mom? Oh, she upstairs. What? Wait a second. Wait a second, buddy. Explain to us, and I mean just us. That is my name. But tell Kendra, I'm here, but tell her what the fuck is going on. Swapping? She's upstairs. What's going on? What are you looking for tonight? I'm looking for a straight man that can, so I can get with, we can get together. I can get a new benefits. I just want benefits with us to be together and we can. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on now? Uh, work together and don't got to worry about all the bullshit in, in a marriage. Like me are get, you have my money you're to bi- So you're bisexual? No, I'm straight. I just want another straight man so we can work together. Without all the bullshit, we can. He can have all the good, all the girlfriends he want. I can have all the girlfriends I want. We just got the par- partnership act on paper. So, so this guy, this guy has found a hack. Kendra doesn't see it yet. I didn't see it. This is a clip that I actually watched all the way through. She doesn't see the hack. But as this clip progressed last night, I said, "Oh shit." I'm so confused. So you want to have, so are you bi, you're not bisexual? Nope. No, I just want uh, somebody, a companionship, you know me, I don't got to worry about nobody taking my half my money. We can build together, work, 
work on stuff and Paris, you can have girlfriends, I can have girlfriends. Paris, are you trying to be funny? No, not at all, Kendra. And I thought this was a joke at first, but no, this is a thing. Guys, marrying guys for the benefits. This is that 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 Adam Sandler movie. Him and that other comedian, the 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 Paul Blard, the 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 uh the mall cop guy. No, for real. Like like a butt, like a best friend. Like you know what I'm saying? like a best friend, but we just married, we can get all the benefits. So you want to marry married. A, So you want to marry a straight man. Yeah, but we can be all we can have our girlfriend, but we can all have why would you telling me as a straight man, you want to marry another straight man? I know what he's doing. When I started to think about this as I was laying in my my uh, double pillow top uh, elevated bed that has, uh, I don't know, I was sitting in the fucking bed and I was looking at this shit. This guy has found, the guys have thought about this and figured out a way to pimp the system. This is why guys were against this in the beginning, because we know our own nature. We know for a fact that it's not the sexual thing, but if you bitches keep taking half for the money, you know what? I'll marry my best friend. Just for benefits. What straight men is already been in What straight men? I don't know. I, I think a couple. I don't. I, I, we didn't. Me and my homeboy. We didn't talk about it. Uh, I, hey, hey. Now I haven't gone that far, but I do have work today. I wonder, could I find a a work husband at work? That's fucking impossible. You're right, but it does sound fun. <laughs> and we, our homeboy, of us, we was like that. Those sound kind of good because we don't got to worry about all the. The, the bullshit that come with the modern day women. Yee, see what I mean? See what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's right. You got to have this before she give you that. And some women don't even want to give you that. But you got to have this to talk to them. Yeah, these guys. Hey, you see what I'm talking about? This is what we would classically define as evolution happening before us in front of our eyes. We just, we just, we just well, need you benefits. Have seven kids. I think women should say, don't want to do with the bullshit you come with. Hmm? You have seven kids by three women. It ain't no walking apart to deal with you. Hey, that means that this dang a lang is the thing. But, but my, me with my seven kids, all my kids are um, daddy boys, and I take care of all my kids. It's all I take care of my kids too, my guy. I appreciate that man for saying that. No matter anyone that all my kids look towards me, I'm a father. Number, you have seven kids, so that means she's signing up to be number eight. Right behind your children. Why would a woman say, I want to be eighth in line in anything in life? If, if if you're gay, just say you're gay. He's not gay. It's okay. We are. It's okay. I mean, we know that it's okay. You're not, you are not understanding yet. My friend, uh, Kendra, I love you, but you don't get it. Guys, these, I haven't even thought of this one, but I knew something weird was going to come out of some of this shit. And this right here is the first byproduct of what it is that I see right now is a result of all of this inclusiveness. Now, since everyone else gets the right to identify the way that it is that they choose to identify, there is no way in hell that you can judge this man and his spouse for how the fuck it is that they, that they identify. Uh, we are, I'm, yes, I'm we very, are I am happy. I'm not, that accepts everybody. I am very you happy. You are a bisexual man. It is okay. We are fine with that. We can find you a bisexual well, well, man. Well, I am gay because I'm very happy. I am happy. But I, mean, I was saying 
I was looking at it and I was talking to my whole couple people be know. Couple people be know. We asked, we talked to about each other. This is a safe space. A lot of people, a lot of males I talked to, we talked about it. You could be bisexual. We won't judge you here. I won't judge anybody for whatever the fuck it is that they do in the comforts and confines of their own home with the doors closed or open. I don't give a fuck. But the safe space thing, that that whole terminology, this is a safe space. There is no safe spaces in life. You can get hurt doing anything. And once you start talking on the internet, nothing is safe. Just walk in your truth. Just walk in your truth. What happened, Kendra? What happened, single dad? I want to know the rest of the story. It it stopped. It froze. It stopped. Motherfucking interrupted. I'm sorry, grandson. It's I've been having audio issues. I think it's time for a motherfucking update. But yes, that really happened. Guys are starting to adapt to this this new uh, uh, philosophy of what makes a relationship a ship of relations. And when I say that, it seems like a lot of modern men are not vibing with a lot of modern women. And I'm not saying that they're not fucking each other. Fucking is going to happen. It's the opportunity to grow old and prosper and build a legacy together that has now been pushed over into the corner with them dirty ass clothes that you forgot you wore last motherfucking Thursday. I can't say it enough. I'm only here for a short for a short amount of time. And the 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 time that I have been here has been amazing. But the new time that I get here in the moment, the present, oh my god, it's undescribable. It's indescribable. I don't have words for some of the shit that it is that I see happening on TV. And if you don't believe me, that all of that just rhymed, I should be a rapper. If you don't believe me about some of the shit that it is that I saw yesterday during that break, boy, listen to this shit right here. The world. Uh, what I can tell you about steps the United States uh, might take in what is the united to what is the motherfuckers of this country doing right now okay now this next story is coming to you from always hustle vision now the united states they feel like they could push all their agendas everywhere and get away with it i'm happy that uganda leaders stand up this is what real leadership looks like now this right here clip, this clip that I'm going to play for you is a clip about the United States government cutting off aid to Uganda because they will not legalize homosexuality. Can you believe that? I can't. I really cannot believe about that. Steps, uh, the United let's, let's run it back. Around the world. Uh, what I can tell you about steps uh, the United States uh, might take in response is that we are undertaking a review of, its, uh, of our relationship with Uganda in light of this decision. But Museveni remains unperturbed. The outsiders cannot dictate to us. This is our, our, our country. This is our See, this is the thing. America, land of the free, home of the slave. But at the same time, as we live in America, we forget how big of a bully it is that the government is. Uganda is over there minding their motherfucking business. And we decide to let them know, check this out. 
this is what we this is what we've decided. We're gonna cut off aid unless you let homosexuality be a thing over there. I don't know why we even decide to get into these kind of issues, these social issues inside of governments, but damn it, the United States loves to get involved. Let's listen to the Uganda's, Uganda's, I think it's his prime minister or president, I'm not sure, and I'm wrong if I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Our society, it is our future, it is not anybody's future, The outsiders will have to live with us, or if they don't want, they take their aid, and we shall. Uganda doesn't is very rich. We don't need aid. In fact, aid is part of the problem. Wow. So America says we'll pull your aid if you don't do this, and the Ugandan president comes right back and says, "Check this out. Your aid is part of the fucking problem. Anyway, pull your aid. We're not about to do that shit. Stay over there in Babylon." with that bullshit you motherfuckers i mean hey i mean i couldn't believe that that the, that that the country who represents us all is now trying to force other countries to do what it is that is causing so much division in this country but then again i'm a motherfucking idiot no matter what it is that i say no matter how much it is that i study you know um I'm a motherfucking idiot. And as an idiot, all I try to do is understand more and more about what the fuck it is that I don't understand. And sometimes when I see things, I understand them completely, like this clip right here. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's one of your top, top. It is. Three pieces. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You wanna know why you're all fucked up? Just look at the fucking bums you hang around with. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. If you've listened to the podcast, you've heard me play this clip before. This is so detrimental to so many people's lives. Sometimes you're sitting up in a situation in your life and you're trying to figure out how the fuck did I get here? Well, you got there from decisions. You got there from a whole bunch of movement. But you also got there by that circle, that inner circle you call your friends. People who won't tell you the truth about your flaws. People who ignore all the bullshit that it is that you bring to the table and continuously let you do that shit. Your friends are part of your fucking problem. And most of the time, you can't even necessarily blame your friends because it's you who fuck with them. That's one of your top, top. It is. Three pieces. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You want to know why you're all fucked up? Just look at the fucking bums you hang around with. Look at the fucking bums you hang around with. Now, this goes so many different ways in so many different directions. I mean, think about this. You could have all of the money in the world, but if you've got a shitty set of friends, will that, that money could last too if you got all the money in the world, but if you've got a shitty set of friends, how fun is it going to be? Maybe the question wasn't, wasn't asked right by me. Uh, uh, Stop kicking it with bum-ass niggas. Bum-ass niggas is going to be around for forever. You do not want to kick it with anybody that's always agreeing with you. They are not your friend. Sometimes you need a little bit of pushback. Sometimes you need someone to make the the the, the gears and, and, and all of the things in your head work again instead of just saying, 
okay. You need something different. You need somebody to give you a little bit more push because sometimes we do not push ourselves. And I'm not saying that because I don't push myself. I'm up every day recording for you motherfuckers. So I don't need to push. Who I'm talking about is you. And if you think I'm talking about you, I'm not. I am talking about you. It's just the truth. But then again, that was nothing. Nothing at all. Like I said, it's your friends who can make your life a living hell and subjugate your ass to living like a fucking bum, depending on who it is that you surround yourself with. Me, I like to get fly. So fly, so fly, I could fuck you at your mama house. Oh yeah. Drill. I'm so motherfucking fly, she wanna sexually abuse me. I like a ratchet ass bitch with that wet ass pussy. I'm so motherfucking fly, she let her friend show her booty. I like a ratchet ass bitch with the moist ass cookies. Hey, so fly, I can. Wait a second. Moist? Cookies? He said moist. Fuck you at your mama house. So fly, got Versace on my pillow out. I'm so fly, bitch. Swallow everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Swallow everything. I can't do it. I can't. I just wanted to say that I'm fly. I've flown above a majority of motherfuckers that it is that I started out with. And now it just seems like my ascension is exactly as it should be. And I am completely happy with that. Be careful of who your friends are because your, tra your trajectory could completely change if you have friends that are like anchors that won't let you fly, that won't let you soar, that will not let you catch that cool motherfucking breeze. Now, <clears throat> now, I'm sure you're trying to figure out what it is that I'm talking about and where it is that I'm going, or you probably don't give a fuck and you're just here for a show. What I'm talking about is flying high and, and catching that breeze. Um, there's a thing that I saw that says, um, if you're a real baller, and I mean a real baller, you got $90,000 to throw away, you can cruise nonstop for the next three years straight. You can cruise for three years straight with life at sea cruises. This is, this is unbelievable. Now, this is coming to you from Baller Alert. Let's go ahead and cue up this motherfucking music. Now, that's Baller. For $90,000, you can cruise for three years straight with Life at Sea Cruises. This is coming to you by the fine author. In the ultimate getaway, Life Sea Cruises is now offering a three-year voyage at sea for $30,000. Yeah! You got $30,000 to throw away. You want to get away from everybody? Go get on a boat and float around in the ocean. Maybe you'll see Atlantis, maybe a mermaid, maybe even the Kraken, Lord knows. But now the story says this experience will take travelers worldwide beginning November 1st on the MV Gemini. It will kick off in Istanbul, guests in Barcelona, 
and Miami will also be picked up. The comfortably seated ship offers 400 cabins to welcome up to 1,074 travelers over the three-year journey. Travelers will visit 375 ports in 135 countries. Hey, man, that shit sounds kind of lit. Such as Mexico, South Korea, Australia. Wow. Okay. The Gemini will spend two to three days docked at most destinations with 288 overnight stays. So you're not necessarily staying on the ocean. You're staying in the boat that's going from port to port is how this is read out or how I'm perceiving this information. One week will be spent in Shanghai and Singapore. Man, it's going to be a lot of man man shit going on out there if the ship needs to be repaired at any point passengers will be placed in hotels at no cost to them those aboard the vessel can continue to work and stay connected with life back home through free wi-fi a business center will include two meeting rooms 14 office suites a business library conference equipment printers screens and virtually anything needed to conduct business on the water Food will be prepared. Food will be prepared in the two primary dining areas. A restaurant on the pool deck will also be readily available. Sailors may remain in their cabin and order room service using the ship's app. To read the rest of this blog or vlog, please go to Baller Alert and check out the fine author. Thank you so much, Baller Alert. Thank you so much, fine author. I, I can't say it enough. I mean, if your money is right and you got some money to throw away to get away, go, nigga. Get your ass up out of here, man. Get the fuck up out of Sacramento. If you in Sacramento, get the fuck up out of here. But if your money ain't right, it could be because of a subject that I talk about a lot on the show. Child support. Let's listen to this. God damn it, they took my goddamn what happened, brother? What what happened? God damn it, they took my goddamn stimmy for child support. They took your stimmy for the child support? Who your baby mama? God damn it. God damn it, god damn it. What's Shit. wrong with you? They took my stimmy from child support. Let me see that paper. Let me see that paper. God damn Shit. God damn it, damn it. Get yourself. This ain't even your name. This ain't your name. Shut up. This ain't even your mail. This not your mail. This the neighbor mail. Get up and get in that house with these four mailbags. This our mailbox. This the neighbor mailbox. You ain't even got no kids. How they gonna take child support? Huh? You ain't got no kids. Get in that house. What? Right, this the A, bruh. A, man. Uh, Rick James said cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh, they gotta come up with a saying about alcohol. They got they gotta come up with something because bruh bruh had to be drunk to forget that he didn't even have no kids. But, and then he got the mailbox wrong. And not only that, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, talk no shit, but uh, his lady had on a big ass onesie. So I think they both kind of, you know, 
turn the bottle upside down for fun every once in a while. But yeah, I mean, hey, your money can fuck up the situation where you can't do nothing. Not a fucking thing. You can't go on no cruises. You might not even be able to go to the state fair. The only thing that it is that you can do is kind of try to make more money. And it seems like a lot of people want to follow the blueprint on what it is that they see makes the most money. And that's what you said it, becoming a rapper. What does this guy got to say? What the fuck going on? We the real murderers, bitch. Oh, hey, hey, buddy. I am a tax paying, law-abiding grandfather, okay? I don't, I, hey, I don't want any problems. I don't want, I don't, I don't know any murderers. Fuck is you talking about, man, my nigga, what? Uh, I just told you what I was talking about, okay? Could you please, I, I'm going to be quiet. Could you just play, play your demo? The fuck going on? We the real murderers, bitch. Fuck is you talking about, man, my nigga, Walter Addison. My motherfucking brother for life, but I don't trust nobody. Okay, what is his name again? Walter Addison, I'm writing it down. Okay, go ahead. I'm the Grim Reaper, he the devil, bitch. And we live on 21st Street, right by the church. God bless your dumb ass. What? Let's go. If you wanna come kill me, kill my brother first, nigga. What? We going together. Let's get it. Pop me out like a perp, we gonna put that little bitch right in the hearse. Pop me out like a perp, we gonna put that little bitch right in the hearse. My brother, he push your brother in the motherfucking third. Whoa, is this it? Come, hey, hey, I know a joke, but that's not a joke. That's a real song? Okay. Well, uh, we do have his first and uh, his last name. Um, We're going to have to put the deputies on that to see how it works itself out. I mean, uh, he said that they live right by the church, so it shouldn't be hard to find these niggas. I mean, you know, Papa Perk, put your boy in a hearse, some shit like that. I thought he was going to say dirt, because Perk, dirt, hey, hey. I don't know. I, I I just don't know. I know one thing that I am not a rapper. Although I have all of the makings in my backstory to create a wonderful motherfucking rap song. I'm not a rapper. That's not how it is that I choose to make my money. Like I said before, I'm a tax paying law abiding grandfather. Okay? Okay, that, that's it. And when, when you get to the stage of life that it is that I am in, in this moment, if you could understand that, you wonder about so many other things that it is that you have not understood your whole life. Like things about the government. And when you start wondering about the government, boy, it can take you into a dark, deep, black hole. <laughs> I'm not talking about that, you nasty motherfuckers. Listen. Imagine a government hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent or cruel or efficient, by severe drought, brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves in a state of perpetual war to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home. Tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. 
the militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins by a well-oiled and well-armed I mean, multi- it's too much. I, I'm too old. I don't have enough time. Or do I? This is my podcast. Let's go back to some of that shit. A government hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years. Okay, what technology exactly that it is that they are trying to allude to because I am not a good mathematician. Never have been. The only math that I like to, uh, do, the only math that I like to uh, uh, add up to do addition with, and I don't like subtraction, is money. Time and motherfucking money. The rest of the math, it doesn't make sense to me. If we're adding up beans and shit, I don't give a fuck about no beans. Show me the ducats, motherfucker. But seven 70 years from when this actually came out and this, the clip that we're listening to is, of course, The X-Files. Now, The X-Files is fake, but I think it's kind of based on some reality in in certain aspects. Anyway, 70 years ago was Roswell. So what this first leads to is... Is, is this kind of nudging me into thinking that they got some technology from Roswell. That's the first pointer. At the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. Now, they're saying that they hit all of this shit because it was for greed and a darker objective. And then he's going to go through all of these things, which I'm pretty sure I'm not going to go through myself. But listen real quick. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent or cruel or efficient, by severe drought brought on by weather wars conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high altitude electromagnetic waves. Now, that is talking about, like, chemtrails and all that other shit that a lot of people go crazy over when they see airplanes in the sky in the clouds behind them, the seeding of clouds and all that shit. It is so easy as you get older to fall into a conspiratorial type of mind state because as you get older, you, you, you come out of this tunnel vision of thinking that you know every motherfucking thing, and then you realize that you don't know shit. It's literally, I mean... But then again, if you're a mathematician and you have a job as a teacher or a lawyer or uh, something that's a uh, uh, blue collar or white collar, you don't have to worry about that kind of shit. You don't have to worry about what it is that regular people worry about or do you? Because I know as a regular person, when I start worrying about all these things, it makes me feel really, really fucking weird. Yes, and I have to go inside. And by go inside, grandson, you should not be saying that. What, what, Papa. Yeah, what are you doing? You shouldn't be talking about none of that. What are you talking about? When I say go inside, I mean for you to take your ass in the house. So you go inside. When I go inside, I do a victory dance afterwards. It sounds like this. GTD. GTD. You got five seconds. What's GTD? Four, three, two, one. This is GTD. GTD. What does GTD stand for? Uh, uh, Tommy, 
I've asked a question. What does GTD stand for? I answered your question. Got you yeah. Man, you are in a court of law. There are a lot of people in here. We can't hear you. Your Honor, you're going to have to make them speak up. What does GTD stand for? Got the draws, okay? <laughs> He got the draws. So whenever I start stressing out, I I go get the draws. first place that I go when I get stressed out over looking at some of the shit that it is that's constantly being fed into my feed. I mean, you know, uh, you can get the draws all you want to. No lie. And after you get the draws, you can let your nuts hang. And that's a beautiful thing. There's an actual Bone Thugs and Harmony song that says it's an everyday thing if you let your nuts hang. And letting your nuts hang is a, it's a beautiful thing if your nuts hang. You know, but it's not so beautiful when you talk about hanging people. And believe it or not, some stupid motherfucking legislator by the name of Paul Shirell or Shirell, I'm just keep it real, fuck this guy. This shit that he proposed is ridiculous. It, it, just, just, just listen to this shit. Leader Cheryl. Cheryl, his last name is Cheryl. He's a bitch. Thank you, Chairman. And uh, thank you, Representative Powers, for bringing this. I think it's a very good idea. And I was just wondering about, uh, could I put an amendment on that? It would include hanging by a tree also. And uh, and also, uh, I would like to sign on to your bill, sir. Thank you. Leader Sheriff. Thank you, Chairman. And uh, thank you, Representative Powers, for bringing this. I think it's a very good idea. And I was just wondering about... Uh, could I put an amendment on that? It would include hanging by a tree also. I, I, uh, fuck that guy. If anybody knows uh, Paul Cheryl's family and you're a brother in that district, look for an age-appropriate woman in his family and dick that bitch down. I'm talking about dick that bitch down. I mean... I don't know what else to say. Take a picture with, 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 with somebody hanging from your balls. I don't know who in the fuck on the moment thinks about hanging somebody. This was a premeditated statement that was construed at this guy's home. There is no ifs, ands, buts about the shit. People want so much to be admired and adored and, and respected and loved and all that other shit that they're willing to say not only racist things to get themselves ahead, but they are willing to completely disrespect a whole race. You know damn well when you bring up hangings, uh, did this happen during Black History Month? I mean, you know, uh, I hate to say it, but this was probably the worst 
Black History Month that I could remember in the in the 42 years of living that I have been here. I haven't been completely coherent during all of them, though, so I could be wrong. I mean, it's been some crazy shit going on. Maybe you haven't been paying attention like I have, but if you listen to the podcast, like I consistent, like I can consistently tell people that they should do so they should know what the fuck it is that I might talk about, you would know that the disrespect is at an all-time high this, uh, this Black History Month. It is ridiculous from Ben Stein talking about Aunt Jemima to the Dilbert bitch made motherfucker talking about us black people to now this motherfucker Paul Sherrill talking about hanging people from a tree. If you think that that was it and since Black History Month is over, you have lost your fucking mind because racism doesn't stop at the end of Black History Month. It is a ever-evolving motherfucking systemic thought process. Listen to this shit. Raised without much structure, young black men often reject education and gravitate towards the street culture. He is right about that, but in my estimation, he doesn't go far enough. Um, So here I'm just quoting Don Lemon, you know, based on the current way things are going. The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the away. You get the fuck away, matter of fact. You don't care with black folks anyway. Ain't never been to a cookout. Probably, you know what, probably, you probably got some black tang. But I bet you, you probably had the trick for it, bitch. Wow. Remember those good old days when people loved the blacks enough to tell them the absolute truth? Well, the thing is, I kind of, uh, uh, I fuck with this guy a little bit. I like some of his shit. Just because I disagree with someone doesn't necessarily mean that I have to nuke what it is that they're doing over there. I... I appreciate different perspectives in life. They they make me readjust my own. Listen to this. They're going along with the lie about racism and slavery. I'm trying to figure out what the lie is about racism and what the lie is about slavery. And all that mess that keeps them down, blaming white man. There is some blame to be handed to the white man. And and I, this is something that I did not brush upon all last month. Now, now this isn't even really a, too deep of a thought, but people get mad. A lot of white people get mad when you talk about the past. Well, in the past, we must, we, 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 we don't have to, or we don't even must. Just imagine that you are born to somebody that does not look like you. And when I say that, I mean this. If you were born during slavery, your true parents were not your true parents. The ones who told you what to do wasn't even necessarily your birth mother and your birth father because they could be separated at any given time. Your real parents was massa. So I don't really understand this thing about slavery. Taking for affirmative action. There was a time when black people and white people told black the truth. What are they lying? I, I, I don't get it. I, as I look, I'm looking at this, 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 this comment. It fucked up my thought process. I gotta stop looking at the screen. Um, what I was saying is, it's just, it, it, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck to say with, but about that shit. I just don't know. All I know is this, is that the more and more as time progresses, the more and more 
things get fucking scary. And when I say scary, I mean almost like lose the tip of your dick scary. Listen to this. Have you heard of Sandra Bullock and Oprah's skin routine? It is absolutely Oprah? disturbing. That's Sandra Bullock and Oprah. Somebody got one of those trans, one of those uh, translators or, or speech uh, uh, things to read for them. Listen. Bing. Is one of Oprah's favorites. She says it's a miracle fountain of youth and her magic wrinkle cure. So I'm gonna put a little on your hand. I do that. Oprah did. Yeah, it. Oprah did it. All right. So here we're gonna rub I, it right in. How come it's red? What's... I'll show you in a sec, Steve. So this is made from growth hormones of human. Look, horses. the wrinkles have just disappeared. <laughs> I can't even ball my hand up. But so, so it's made from human foreskin. Wait a second. From the dickhead of a human. Was they grown? Was they young? Did they have herpes? I'm sorry, go ahead. Pushing into the skin. Well, you push in whatever the facialist would like to insert into your pores. But what is it? It is an extraction from a, um, a, a, um, a piece of skin uh, that came from a young person um, far, far away, and they somehow figured out how to extract. It's foreskin from a Korean baby. Whoa. So foreskin from a Korean baby is pressed into the pores of your face. Does that make you a dickhead? <laughs> just asking. A friend wants to know. Nah, this is just wrong on every single level. Did you just hear what Ellen DeGeneres said? I did hear what she just said. But to say the least, to have foreskin pressed inside of your face. You must really want to be beautiful. I know one thing. If you could let somebody put a foreign dick on your face, I should be able to nut in your motherfucking mouth. It, it's, it's just, it's just me. I'm just ice and this is just us. But listen to this next clip. The entertainment industry, there are circles of brotherhood, okay? They don't allow you in unless you are covenanted. And to be covenanted means that you've compromised your integrity. You're willing to do anything to get in. So usually it will be some crazy sexual act, you know, on top of an initiation. It's very spiritual. But the sexual act will covenant you to, to somebody who's already in. What the fuck? Okay, so do you still want to be an aspiring rapper? Here today with me is this guy with some fucked up shit to learn. Let's go all the way in. So once they sleep with you, or once they, and that's why the, the industry right now is, is really, it's, it's really a homosexual industry. The American music industry is a homosexual industry. Actually, not just music, entertainment, period. It's a homosexual industry. And so a lot of these guys who you're seeing, I mean, I don't care how gangster they look, a lot of these guys behind the scenes, there's footage of them, you know, doing some homosexual act. They take it in the blowhole. And they use that over you. They'll blackmail you with that. They'll say, now from now on, we own you. Yes, you're a superstar. Yes, you're getting million dollar checks, but we own you. Little bitch. And you're on video and you know you're on video because sucking dick. You saw them recording you, but they're like, if you really want this, do what you got to do. You better do it. You know? And people do it because they're desperate. They, they want fame that much. 
And when they compromise your integrity on that level, you really do sell your soul. It is gone. Okay, people really sell their soul. That's why Jesus says in Luke 21, 19, in your patience, possess ye your souls. He's telling you, hold on, you know, those things you're looking for in life, success, God can give you success. But if you want to compromise your integrity, if you want to take a shortcut to get it, then it's going to cost you your soul. And your ass. And your ass. And truthfully, what you do with your ass, that's your business. It's your ass. Just don't come to my house with the woofle butt, with the when you fart, okay? Just don't come to my house with that shit, okay? I just don't want to. I'm sorry, man. You know, occasionally I lose it. And I'm glad that you're here for not only uh, moral support, but to keep me in line. And since we're speaking about being kept in line, one thing about humanity is the ability for us to express ourselves. And with those expressions, sometimes people's feelings get hurt, especially if they do not understand the context or the content it is that you were talking about. Now, sometimes you have friends. Sometimes you have people that you think are their friends. And sometimes, most of the time, God damn it, all of the time, there are outsiders who think that they know what the fuck is going on. Let me let you in on a little situation that I just learned about. Check this out. I'm in the 1990s when you would introduce the Rufus song Sweet Thing, mm -hmm. which was your ballad. I wrote it. You would call it the song Mary J. Blige fucked up. Is that true? Well, I, said, I didn't say that out in public. I might have said it to her. Okay, but so you did believe but she I fucked it up. But I told Mary J. Blige she fucked it up. I love Shaka Khan. I See? I love it. How'd she fuck it up? Number one, her vocals were flat. And I told her, I asked her, I said, what time did you, when did you, what time of day was it? A night. What were you doing when you decided to cover Sweet Thing? Where were you at when you covered it? Oh, girl, I've been up all, all late and night. It was at 8 o'clock in the morning, girl. I said, girl, you don't sing nothing at 8 o'clock in the motherfucking morning. I didn't even know that. I shouldn't be podcasting this early. My voice is very powerful and important. Especially if you have to get up to sing it. If you'd have been up all night smoking crack or something, I don't know. Right? What? What's going on, Shaka? I need to read the memoirs. Who is smoking crack? A, different, a whole different thing. But you don't get up at 8 o'clock in the morning to sing, girl. But she and I have that kind of relationship. We can talk. I love that. See, I love that. There should be able, if you have a friend, you should be able to openly talk to that friend. Right? Right. Right. But some people were born with thin skin. Some motherfuckers just can't take reality. So they live in an illusion. They live with the delusional thought of themselves. But neither one of these women at all are on that level. Shaka said straight up, I told her you fucked that up. What did Mary J. Blige do? Have you heard Mary J. Blige talk any shit about Shaka Khan? No, not one time. Yeah, you guys ended up recording together, right? Yeah, this was not we can something talk. you didn't you didn't we, we can you didn't honestly tell talk. Her. Yes. You know, yeah. I love I love her. She loves me. We don't have a problem. Yeah. Now the press would love to make it a fucking problem. People love to create a little bit of dust, a little bit of fluff and dandruff and kickback and all that shit because their life is boring. But if you know where it is that you are trying to get to, 
don't pay attention to any of that. And I cannot say enough how much it is that I appreciate Shaka for being so damn real in that short little clip it is that I played. But, I mean, as much as I would love to stay and, and, and conversate with you some more or just talk to myself because I don't know who in the fuck you are or where in the fuck it is that you're listening to this shit at, but I do thank you. And with that being said, it's time for me to get the fuck up out of here. First, before I go, I would like you to pull your phones out for one quick second. Please, can I get, can I get a like? Can, can I get you to like the show? Can I get you to rate the show? Five-star ratings really help the show. It is another form of support. Can I get you to like? Can I get you to rate? Can I get you to subscribe to the show? Hit the subscribe button. Hit that little bell-looking thing. That's a notification button. So whenever a new podcast drops, you are informed and up-to-date on the peace of mind of justice. I can't, I can't say that enough. It helps tremendously. Uh, that was first and foremost. Uh, secondly, every single one of these episodes are recorded in one sitting. No re-records, no go-backs, edits, or any of that other shit. I'm doing this all in real time, genuine reactions from me, Justice. Um, every single one of these episodes are dedicated to the life, the love, the love, the legacy of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. And, and last but not least, man, do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, the redistribution of hurt and pain, it can't be part of the game no more, y'all. It just can't. It can't. It has to start somewhere. So let it start with you and the man in the mirror. Once again, I cannot thank you enough for joining me for another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Peace. I know I forgot something. I just can't remember what it was. Fuck it. <laughs>